How is the U.S. preparing the military? Well, we're preparing the military by trying to deal with the climate stuff. For example, many of the bases that have flooded, many of these massive floods, they've flooded out military bases in the Midwest and the South. That has a profound impact on readiness. And so what we have to do is change the way in which we generate energy. And that's, that's the whole of it. And the military is doing their part. It drives me absolutely insane to see the television at night and see the Taliban and all of them wearing our uniforms, wearing our night vision, doing everything, using everything we have, our MRAPs and everything else that we left there. I just can't believe it. I can't even get an accounting of how much equipment we really did leave. Do you support the military adopting that EV fleet by 2030? I do, and I think we can get there as well. And I do think that reducing our reliance on the volatility of globally traded fossil fuels, where we know that global events such as the war in Ukraine can jack up prices. He absolutely, not the, I'm not going to get into debating each of these amendments, but I do want to make this point. Uh, he absolutely believes that diversity and inclusion and equity in the United States military is important. We and we're going to completely, by before, we're going to start the process where every vehicle in the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. Every vehicle. We're going to have a, no, I, I mean it. We're spending billions of dollars to do it. And, uh, and it's going to matter. Hello, everybody out there in Rob is Right Land. Hope you all had a nice Labor Day weekend. Would you agree that the United States having the very best military in the world is a good thing? Does it put our country in peril when we have substandard troops? How many times have you heard me deride our current woke culture and say that the real goal of the neo-Marxists is the destruction of the United States? My boy joined the Army a few weeks out of high school and went to basic training in MOS school before starting college. He was a member of the National Guard at Ole Miss. And back then, 15 years ago, 92% of applicants did not qualify. Yet the government easily filled these positions. Starting with Obama, it became harder to fill recruitment goals. No soldier wants a pussy for a commander-in-chief. Wokeness, which is really Marxism, has deteriorated all of our venerable institutions. And no institutions are more honored and venerable than our fighting forces. The left-wing nuts in our government fuck up everything they touch. Some of this is by design. Some of this is just ineptitude due to the type of brainless, incompetent idiots government service, especially government service under Democrats, attract. Here's an article by Warner Todd Huston that appeared in the Western Journal yesterday. It is further evidence of my primary thesis that you hear me espouse all the time. They fuck up everything they touch. The U.S. military has faced a number of problems recently in recruiting new soldiers, especially in a nation with an increasing obesity problem among its young people. Perhaps you heard Stu and I discuss obesity the other day. Stu was more of the mindset that it comes from bad nutrition 
and chemicals. And I was more of the mindset that it just comes from lazy fucks who don't care about themselves. There's certainly truth, I think, in both of our positions. Continuing, but President Joe Biden's obsession with pushing woke ideology on recruits instead of teaching them to fight is not helping matters at all. The U.S. Army, for instance, has launched a new program called the Future Soldier Preparatory Course, to which recruits who are too overweight to join the service right away are sent for 90 days to lose enough weight to be sent to basic training. This is according to military.com. Would-be soldiers who are sent to the training center at Fort Jackson in South Carolina are given temporary status as an official recruit pending the successful outcome of their 90-day pre-induction training period. The site noted that 278 of the most recent class of 989 basic training graduates came from the Future Soldier Preparatory Course. The pre-basic training program is not just for overweight recruits. It also has an academic department for recruits who failed the entrance exam in math or other academic fields. In this department, possible recruits are given tutoring to help them bring their academic scores up high enough to pass the Army's written test called the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery Test, or ASVAB. The situation with recruiting is so bad that even the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention teamed up to put out an infographic entitled Unfit to Serve, Obesity, and Physical Inactivity are Impacting Our National Security. Well, no shit. Unfortunately, these services the Pentagon is offering seem to be necessary since so many students are emerging from high school seriously overweight and without basic skills in math, science, English, and writing. And who is in control of our public schools? The government. Again, they fuck up everything they touch. And now we have a generation of obese, fat slobs who are incapable of doing anything. I'll continue. The Pentagon reported that 77% of Americans of recruitment age do not qualify for military service. They attribute the shortfalls to drug use, obesity, and mental or physical health issues. The Army, Navy, and Air Force are all projected to miss recruiting goals for 2023, according to military.com. So the woke Pentagon has been left desperately trying to find ways to fill their swiftly depleting ranks. Now, what do you think they're going to do? <laughs> Might they drop standards? Hmm. I'll continue. Indeed, as far as the ASVAB test goes, the Pentagon has already taken steps to dumb down the test and is even now allowing calculators to be used on the test math portion. The ASVAB has remained largely unchanged since its introduction in 1968 until more recent times when it was called racist. Gee, imagine that. 
for having bias towards white people. This according to the Army Times. The Pentagon has also begun lowering, guess what, fitness requirements to get more recruits through the door. The Military Times reported in March of last year, and even more changes to make the requirements came earlier this year, said the Army Times. Still, despite the greater societal problems with America's youth, many are also pointing to the highly woke atmosphere that Joe Biden's Pentagon is forcing on the U.S. military. Many critics are pointing to the Pentagon's absurd diversity policies for chasing away recruits. Military.com again reported in March. Conservatives are urging the Pentagon to ditch its woke DEI policies and get back to teaching soldiers how to fight wars. The purpose of the military is to kill people on the other side and break shit. GOP Representative Mike Waltz of Florida, for one, said that the woke policies are hurting the military and added, these initiatives have taken a real toll on our military and its perception amongst the public. Walsh headed a panel along with the Heritage Foundation that found that the Pentagon's sweeping embrace of diversity, equity, and inclusion policies are undermining the services. That should be apparent to anybody who has a brain. Many others have also chimed in to criticize the Pentagon for going woke. In March 2022, retired Colonel Mitchell Swan, who is a Republican candidate for Georgia's 10th Congressional District, blasted Biden's military policies for making this country weaker. The biggest European land war since World War II. And where is our military focus? Gender dysphoria and woke training. This is insane, Swan said in a campaign video. In June, Republican Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado also slammed Biden's military after the Air Force took to social media to celebrate Pride Month. Representative Boebert was alarmed that the artwork made it look as if an airman was saluting the LGBT flag. And I've seen the artwork and the airman is saluting the LGBT flag. Can you imagine our military having a, a soldier salute the LGBT flag instead of the flag of the United States? We salute one flag and one flag only in the United States of America. It isn't the pride flag, Bobert tweeted. The woke foolishness is coming from the top as well. Last year, Biden even claimed he intended to woke eyes the military's vehicles by making them climate friendly. That's right. We're going to have tanks running off of batteries that halfway through the battle, guess what? They're not going to work. Jeez. Granted, it is easy to see why the Pentagon is constantly dumbing down the tests and requirements for new recruits. But it is just as clear that the Pentagon is even more interested in categorizing soldiers by gender and sexual orientation and less interested in skills such as health, education, and proficiency in math. 
the latter of which is needed in all high-tech jobs. And let's not forget, we have a high-tech military these days. Biden's military is failing our country in a number of ways. The solution might just be to refocus on military training and stop trying to be a left-wing social experiment. Well, I couldn't agree more with this author. It's scary. And again, is another example of how dangerous this woke culture is and how the Democrats, the leftists within the Democratic Party, and those weak-kneed Republicans who don't fight back, fuck everything up. It's time to have some testosterone and speak up and do away with this horseshit and protect America's national interests by having a strong military, the strongest in the world, filled with strapping horses and not overweight, gender dysphoric freaks. This is Rob Smith, over and out.